0: Wow, Cascades, A Day Late But Never, A Day Too Far, A Day To Die For, Cascades in The Golden Bullet, Cascades and That Train, I'm trying to do James Bond films, but I don't know any of the titles. Clearly. Cascades in That Beach.
1: For a start, it's never James Bond and... Okay, sorry, James Bond, s- Sacramento. So that's that. Yeah, we're back. And we're on time. Um... <sighs> Well, we've just blasted through the whole alphabet so quick we got to the end and we decided to start right back at E which is also where the last recording happens to take place but, but yeah, if you missed those others, they were there. Wait, I just realised.
0: Um, I just realised that you've been doing a whole alphabet thing. You go through this every time we record. But I don't think we've moved past like three letters yet. E, number
1: five. Did we do M last? No. I don't think you know the alphabet. So we've done A is for Aaron Quarter Cask. A is also for our big Heavy Vapours. B is for Boulder Bottled in Bond Bourbon. A lot of B's in that one. C is for Krugelike. D is for Drum Chambo, And D is also for Derbyshire, because I couldn't wait until W. Was... Did you get still been cute. Yeah, cued. Like, we record this live.
0: No, we don't.
1: We're here whilst we record it, which is live. Think about it. Live from your ear holes. So, yes, E is for the English Whiskey Company. Anything you want to...
0: Chime in? I don't know anything about it. I'm assuming it's English. I'm assuming it's whiskey. We've I'm talked about the whiskey company. company before. Actually, what's strange is that we haven't... Oh, yeah, okay. The, right. Well, it's making me think of Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Why? Um. In East India Trading Company.
0: Yeah, maybe that East is India. that.
1: When he gets those metal tins. The English Whiskey Company was founded by James Nelstrop, who was born into a farming family. When he retired in two thousand and five, he applied for a for the planning to create England's first whiskey distillery in over a hundred years. So this is actually kind of a, a big deal. Back in two thousand and five, there was obviously distilleries in Scotland. You had Ireland. But Wait, I could this be is two
0: thousand and five. No, we're twenty twenty three. No, but this happened in two
1: thousand and five. He applied for a um, to get the license and everything. Uh, planning.
0: I'm sorry, you said born into a farming family, and I assumed we're in the eighteen hundreds.
1: He retired.
0: In 2005. Yeah, but he wasn't born in the 1800s. I'm sorry. Could have been. Maybe he just took a really long time ah, to retire.
1: Maybe he had a time machine and he approved it himself. So today we have several whiskey distilleries, many of which are selling some really great whiskies actually. And as of 2022, we have an English Whisky Guild, which is dedicated to the protection of English whiskey. Ah. Oh. So you know how you have, like, the Thieves' Guild, the Assassin's Guild... The I was going to say, ...the Mages' yeah. Guild. Um, we also have the Whiskey Guild. What's a fetch quest for the Whiskey Guild? Casks. Oh. I bet
0: the Cask Whisperer would give it you as well. Only if you get to the higher ranks. Well, obviously, yeah. Oh, my God. Th- thunder crackles. <laughs> You walk into the guild. It's empty for some reason. No one's around. You look up at the ceiling. Not a soul to be seen. In the back, there it is. Are there many souls you've... just hanging around in ceilings? Always. You've never. You've. It's never been this empty. And you've. You're now level twenty of the guild. And in the back, there's just this one table. Smoke billows from the sides of it, and you see someone head down eyes shadowed by a hat a wide brimmed one a cowboy hat some would say no he doesn't wear a cowboy hat but a wide brimmed (laughs) one um, and, what? Who's that? Is that the castle or no? It couldn't be. Where would his little quarter cast be? But wait, he looks up at you. There's a glint in his eye, a light shining off a lantern on the wall nearby. And he says, I have a quest for you. And he slaps down this piece of paper and then he slams a knife into it. And you cautiously go over, you grab the piece of paper and it reads, fetch my son. Have the have the go- cast
1: goblins stolen him? Uh, no, the Cathedral of Bali evil. I just wondered, because, you know, the cast goblins haven't been mentioned for a long time, and if we're going into, like, full-on fantasy quests kind of thing, I wondered if now was the time to ring them in. No, if you remember, the quarter cast got left behind. Okay, and who's in charge of the Cathedral of Bali? Uh, the still man. Well done! I can't believe that I actually have all this law stored in my head. It's so stupid. It's been a while since we've had Caswiss for a law. It is. It has been a while. What a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it in. Um, Yeah, so the English Whiskey Guild is dedicated to the protection of English whiskey, funnily enough. There are currently, at the time of this recording, 23 members, 45 active distilleries. And the combined value of matured casks in 2024 is estimated to be around about one billion pounds.
0: Wow!
1: So English whisky has really grown since 2005. But I'd say about one billion. But yeah, but we've developed... that's a lot.
0: Yeah. Like a vis- visualise one billion casks.
1: No, one billion pounds, not
0: one billion casks. Yeah, but you got to like kind of. It's translate not like a it. pound a cask. No, but like you know, when it's like if Jimmy has 12
1: casks. Yeah, but it's not like each cask's only worth a pound. That would be a terrible industry. No, but it's like how you visualise it. So part of the role of the English Whiskey Guild is actually to clearly define the technical standards of what is an English whiskey and monitor the adherence to those standards. And monitor the adherence to those standards. I I don't know why there was a space in between adherence. It's just like, monitor the ad. Hmm. So I have a file of all of us
0: failing to (laughs) say words.
1: So why am I going off on this tangent? Because back in 2005, this was a very big leap of faith. English whiskey is not a thing to many people. And although it is certainly better these days, there is still a barrier to breakthrough. And I have to say, I I notice this a lot. There really is this big barrier. Most people assume it can't be any good because it's not Scotch or Irish or even American whiskey. These established kind of countries for creating whiskey. Um, Isn't Indian whiskey a big one? You get Indian whiskey, you get Japanese whiskey, you get Taiwanese whiskey, you get Welsh whiskey, you get... No, but isn't Indian whiskey a big one? I mean, we've talked about Indian whiskey. India is a big market for buying whiskey in general, and Ah. technically India produces the most whiskey, but that's only because what India classes as whiskey isn't the same as the rest of the world, so the rest of the world disagrees with them on that statement. It's a little bit of a contention right now. However, when the distillery was founded, James Nailstrop managed to get Ian Henderson, formerly the distiller at Laphroaig, on Islay, who... Sorry, who led the distillation of their first spirit. Now why is this important? Ian Henderson, quite a well-respected man in the industry, he already had the knowledge. He brought the secrets of, of distillation from Scotland. He smuggled them across the border. Oh, there was there was cloak and dagger. There was whimsy. There was switch and roo- switcheroos. You name it. At one point, they were going through a tunnel, and, and the Scottish mafia they tried to run them off with a bulldozer, but they managed to get the distillation secrets out of the country uh, in in minis. Actually, yeah, they smuggled Ian Henderson across in minis. Were there perhaps escapades? Escapades. Flimflam, stratagems, bamboozles, Ooh. double crosses, triple crosses, ah. quadruple crosses—even—but they managed to get them across. And I'm not against distillery setting up and having new distillers. I think a really big aspect is bringing new distillers to the uh, to the scene as well. But I think if you want to create something with some kind of recognition, you do need a name behind you as well. Sometimes.
0: The thing is, if you've got no one to lead the parade who's carrying the flag you know
1: so the distillery was officially opened in 2007 and continues to create some great whiskey to this day um I actually really do enjoy the English whiskey company stuff James's son Andrew nelstrop now runs the distillery and continues to follow his father's goals to create a world-class single malt is it not well world class yet what makes it world-class uh... They go to the world classes and they study and they take the exams at the end of the day and you have to get at least a C plus. That's not that high of a grade. It is at the world class. They're very high standards. Oh, okay. C stands for whiskey. Can't spell whiskey without C. Actually, you can.
0: (laughs) But well done, you passed. Question one, can you smell whiskey without
1: a C? Now, one thing I actually really like about the English Whiskey Company is that they use locally grown barley. They're supporting the local farming community. Sorry, this is in many ways a nod to their farming past um, as they use uh, some barley that's actually grown on their family farm. Oh, they still have a farm? Oh, yeah, because like I say, Andrew Nelstrop was born into a farming family. He didn't, like, he wasn't the only one. Like, the, the Nelstrops still are f- farmers as well. That's nice. They so can farm little whiskies. Yep, yep. They they grow the whiskies right in the fields, right there. It's like, yeah. mm, yep. All natural whiskey, right off the branch. Yeah, this this whole locally grown kind of barley side. It's it's not to their roots, but. It also cuts down on excessive kind of like, um, well, uh, what's the term? Food miles in transportation. It helps them with their sustainability. They draw water from an aquifer beneath the distillery. Now, this is important because... An aquifer? Yes, an aquifer. It's like a, a big underground lake.
0: Oh, it's... Not. Okay.
1: Now, I, I I thoroughly suspect... Now, this isn't proven, but I personally suspect that there is also a sunken treasure ship underground beneath this distillery. I mean, there has to be. the Cask Whisperer's booty. Yeah, it's like a big, big kind of area that's just got like a really nice, high-quality, mineral-rich water. From the ocean? No, it's just like... Like a lagoon? Underground water. I'm
0: confused by this underground water. Why is it underground? Because that's where it is! No, water isn't underground. Yes, it is! There's water underground!
1: Okay, moving on. They draw the water from the aquifer beneath the distillery. We've talked about this. Um, with the use of heat exchangers and a closed-loop system for cooling, they've actually reduced their use of groundwater by 94%. So this is actually kind of a big deal, because a lot of distilleries these days, not just in England, but Scotland as well, everywhere, they're trying to become more energy efficient. Whiskey, because of the um, well, the natural waste of heat and things, from heating your stills and stuff, as long as your transportation costs, your packaging, everything, it is... yeah, It's not exactly the most environmentally friendly process sometimes. So the fact that they've actually reduced their use of groundwater by 94% seems to me quite impressive. 90, that's a high number. Like if I could reduce my water intake uh, uh, by 94%, I'm sure that our local water table would probably be relieved because I drink a lot of water and so do you. I do drink a lot of water because you gotta hydrate. Um, they also apparently have solar panels on site. Not to mention that they have a lot of recycling practices as well. I also want to point out something though. Uh, going back to the barley, this whole thing about using locally grown barley is one of the those traditions that often the biggest Scottish companies they kind of neglect. And it's something that often kind of makes me laugh because when people dismiss English whiskey, English malt is has been and still is used in Scotch whiskies all the time. Like. Scott. A lot of Scottish single malts have used English barley for their production, so I can't quite work out what it is that people have a problem with English whiskey because English malt ships up to Scotland to distill their whiskey with. So it's not the barley that makes Scotch better than English. Um, I mean, look at the demand for like Springbank local barley. Brookladdies focus on barley strands. Uh, you have Waterford in Ireland; they do them. People go mad for these releases, but. English whiskey often gets overlooked, and I really cannot stress this enough. I don't understand why. It's the made-in-Italy debate, isn't it, really? Not really, because it's not made in Italy, nor is Scotch. <laughs> no,
0: but if everything's made in one country, and then one small factory's made in Italy, so it says made in Italy, people say that's a lot better. If it didn't have that logo, the little label that said that, they'd say it's bad. So because it doesn't... Because it says it's English whiskey, even though it's using the exact same thing as non English whiskey, people are just saying it's bad.
1: A lot of English distilleries use copper pot stills that are made in Scotland and shipped down to England, so it's not the stills that's special. It rains in England and it rains in Scotland, so it's not the rain. They have high quality water at the English whiskey company, as we've discovered from their aquifer, which is really mineral rich. Do you know which one we're reviewing out of interest? Uh, white label Blue Writing. White label, blue writing, you're not wrong. So we're actually reviewing the The Small Batch batch release, because I love their Small Batch releases. Um, The English Whiskey Company, I should also say, do peated and unpeated whiskey. Now, they weren't actually going to originally do peaty whiskey, but because they got Ian Henderson from Laphroaig, he kind of convinced them to try peaty whiskey, and it worked really well. This is an unpeated one. The small batches are always bottled at 46% ABV, and this one has been finished in virgin oak. I like that. There's yellow. Yeah, it has a yellow stripe. I like it. I like a yellow I think and blue moment. this is exclusively matured in virgin oak. Ooh.
0: I like yellow and blue. It's good. It's good combination. Like orange and blue. It's a
1: strong combination. They've done well there. This
0: look good but next to that yellow microwave you nearly bought. Mm, it would look good next to a yellow microwave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I know normally I um. I talk about all oh. the different releases this series does, but they do so many, it's unbelievable. And I mean, we'd probably fit another like five minutes in just talking about their individual releases. And we're a little bit We're a little bit long on the time already. Uh, I will say this. So the standard original, unpeated, lovely light kind of floral American outcast whiskey, they also do the peated version which is called Smokey. They do an 11-year-old now, which it comes in a yellow box.
0: Nice, yellow.
1: Yep. They have got to the stage where they have enough whiskey that they can add an 11-year-old to their standard range, which is lovely to see. They've done older whiskies as special releases as well. They used to do something called the Chapters, which is what the small batch has replaced. Now, the Chapters were usually a vatting of around about four to six casks, I think, off the top of my head. And I think the small batch roughly follows that principle, but some of them might have more casks in them these days. Because of demand, it's as simple as that. Is it five facts before or after the tasting? Five facts
0: is the last thing we do. Okay. I have the whiskey in front of me. It's in a glass. It's, it, it is liquid. Can confirm. Ooh, smells of alcohol sherry. Alcohol sherry, okay. Um, The drippy bits the are... Have, have already fallen. Um, but there's not... They're very... They're apart, but then the other bunch are quite close, I guess. But maybe far. Um, they don't seem to move much, I don't think. Yeah, they're quite slow, I would say. Possibly. They're. they're I, I think they're slow. Um, <laughs> it's... The colour is... Um, you know, if this was Mr. DNA... There would be a fossilized mosquito in there. Which is to say amber. amber. (laughs) I thought you'd appreciate the reference.
1: I do. I do appreciate a, a good Jurassic Park reference.
0: No, it just, it smells of alcohol.
1: But not, it smells of sherry side alcohol. Okay, I don't know why you get sherry because I can guarantee you no sherry has gone near this. Virgin oak is brand new oak that's never held anything before.
0: Yeah, like sherry.
1: It's never held any sherry
0: before. It's virgin oak. No, I'm not saying it was in sherry. I just say so it smells like sherry. There's no principle to get to smell
1: like sherry. There's no grapes involved in this. <laughs>
0: There's grapes in sherry? Sherry is fortified wine.
1: What? <gasps> Mind blown. What's port? Different types of wine. Oh,
0: it's crazy how I don't like wine, but like
1: sherry and port. The legs, I will agree with you. They're very far apart. They're quite slow moving because it's a really oily whiskey, this. It, I was right. I mean, they bottle it at 46%. It's on chill filtered. It keeps all the natural oils. But because of the virgin oak, it's got a lot of cask oil kind of developed as well. Um, the colour is... <sighs> See, I find... I will say this. I think that's a bit light for Amber. Well, I
0: was looking at it in a darker spot of the room than you. Hold it over my side. Now, over my side, where I was holding it. Yeah. See that? If
1: it's out of the light, it's There's no it's mosquitoes darker. in that. I'll tell you that now. It's funnily enough, if you hold something out of the light, it gets darker. <laughs> that is really weird. There News was <laughs> just in. <laughs> there was a spider in there, though. Holy roach has a look. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on the nose... No sherry. Easy. I'm not getting any sherry. You're not getting a sherry...
0: The oak spice really comes through Spice? Oak? I didn't smell any oak It does smell woody Does it? Yes I think we have very different noses I spend a lot of time smelling sawdust You don't I think maybe you have too much sawdust in your nose I permanently have sawdust in my nose Do you? That must be horrible Do you blow your noses or just sawdust? Just, dust? just uh, I blew my nose once an entire log came out Wow and Then they used it in that thro- log throwing competition in Scotland Full circle it smells a little citrusy as well. What? A little whiskey as well. There's a little bit of whiskey in there. I didn't smell any whiskey in there.
1: Just a little bit. Got to I'm it. gonna
0: one day I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in a lemon. I'm gonna bring in sawdust. I'm gonna bring in smoke. And I'm gonna make you smell them all. And then smell the whiskey. I and mean, you'll notice do. how none of these
1: things smell of that. I regularly smell lemon, sawdust, and smoke. What is your life? <laughs> well, I am the head lemon chopper at the wood factory oh. that burnt down the other day.
0: <gasps> <laughs> it combines everything. <laughs> and there was box sherry on the side.
1: Now, the other reason why I like this is it's still kind of... It's not too heavy. A lot of virgin oak casks, if you're not careful, they can get really, really woody. And sometimes I love that, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it can be just a little bit kind of... I'm not in the mood for that. With this one, I do think it's much more approachable. It's It's got a little bit of a buttery kind of side to it. It's very. You get the barley side through a lot more. When you have a lot of barley flavour coming through, it does. It gives you a little bit of a almost a buttery kind of... Um, like butter popcorn kind of side. I've had barley... Very true. Your scale is literally 10 Five out facts. of
0: 10. Five facts. Five facts.
1: Okay. Don't Five you dare f- bring anything like casquish prone to this because it ain't a fact. Five facts. It's conjecture. F- about.
0: Fire, water, underground. What? Underwater fire. There's no underwater What's, fire. Water fire. You said water Aquafire. fire. Aquafire. Those are the same things that I was saying. Oh my God. Water is another word for aqua. Aquafire. 94%. Of? They've reduced there. Of? 94 by 94. It's what have they now reduced? 90, they've redu- well, it's reduced. What did they reduced by 94? By 94% percent? there. It's good environment. Their environment, good. But what's that got to do with 94%? Because it's gone down 94%. What has? Uh, The emissions. No. That's money. To- <laughs> um, 94% they've done, and it's really good stuff that they've done that. Three
1: quarters of people agree that 50% of the time... <laughs> Some of your facts might be twenty-five out of thirty top marks. (laughs) Ninety-five percent. Can I have it?
0: Ninety-four percent of what? Of uh, good environment. No. Of uh, they've just they've made their environment better by ninety-four percent. No. Ninety-four percent less food. Food travel time. No. Local farmer, they're a farming
1: family. They are a farming family, that's the fact three. Yes! (laughs) You didn't get your 94%, but you danced around to something else. The nail shops come from farming favorites.
0: Wait, 94% was fact two. Was it? Yeah. Aquifier, 94%. Farmers.
1: (laughs) <laughs> We're bending down the ninety-four percent. So if I get giving ga- you farmers, farmers from three is going down. So you're on to two facts right now. What, two and a
0: half? No. Okay. Um, they they got a uh they got um a guy a guy in. They got a guy in. They got a guy. They got a guy in. Um, and he now he led them. He had a fl- He had a flag. He led them. Hundred and four years. Hundred and four years in retirement. Hundred and four years. What's this? Where's the, this hundred and four coming from? <laughs> for the whiskey, it was the first English whiskey in a hundred and four years. In
1: over a hundred years, there's no four in there. Hundred and four is over a hundred years. Can I? I I I'm it that It was one. the first distillery built in England in over a hundred years. Yeah,
0: so I'm gonna have that one. Okay, that's three. Um, they like they'll they're local. They, well, they're not local to us. They use local stuff though. They use local. The Based in Norfolk. Uh, one billion. One billion what? One billion pounds of revenue. Nope. One billion of whiskey. One billion. One billion whiskeys. One billion pounds
1: of whiskey. Just sitting there. There's one billion pounds worth of estimated value in the English whiskey. That's what I said. In general. Not just the English whiskey
0: company. That's uh, not what you it's said. It's less impressive now. I thought it was just Sam. Well, I'm, I think I should have that one. Fact number five I'm sure you do think The that. Whiskey Guild. They've been approved by the Whiskey Guild. Okay.
1: Um, Have they, though? Did I say they were approved by the Whiskey Guild? They've been trying to get approved by the Whiskey. They are approved by the Whiskey Guild. Well, this has been Caskheads. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help us. But More importantly, it might lead to someone else listening in and discovering our show when we post. We. I'd also like to thank Adrian and Alison of the Weedram Whiskey Shop in Bakewell. They're great people with a fantastic range of knowledge, and they even have a website which is www.weedram.co.uk. Uh, you can also check out our own website, which is caffeineaddledminds.co.uk, and we have an Instagram, which is at caffeineaddledminds, and we have other projects that you can check out, and we have a YouTube channel where we play games, which is caffeineaddledgames, and um, we have other podcasts. We have GNS, which is epic. Mm-hmm. GNS Radio which is epic and we have some Doody Good which eh. meh Doody Good a podcast (laughs) for millennials by millennials it's a real younger brother vibe I have to say this
0: also there's a caffeine ad on mine's YouTube channel so if you like quippy fun animations you can find them there along with some special animated short episodes
1: really yep I knew that too. I'm just going to subscribe to the Caffeine Not of Minds YouTube channel because I'm not.
0: <laughs> well, this has been Catherine.
1: <laughs> and as always, we'll leave you with one editing goof.
0: Bye. Bye. You know how.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> a lack of rose. No, 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 no. Could you imagine if you turned up with like sherry in a box? <laughs> Uh, then, you know, like, nah. you get wine wine boxes with, like, the little spigot thing on the end. <laughs> could you imagine if you'd send oh a sherry God. in a box to, like, a party or something like that? Yes, this is my box sherry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if someone showed up with boxed wine to one of the parties I went to, it would be shunned.
1: Oh, my God. Yep, I could just imagine it. <laughs> can you get boxed ports? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> there's a whole market we need to tap into right now (laughs) for the upper class person on a budget